did you set this on hell? You gotta make her say my name one time, man. My name is DL. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for DL Hughley. Hey, what's happening, man? This is the DL Hughley Show. A lot of us are not working today, just chilling, having a good time. Hey, all day today, we are keeping you rocking. Some of the best, funniest moments of the show, we giving that to you too. So make sure whatever you do, you keep us turned up loud right here on the D.L. Hughley Show. Sometimes people get really upset with me, so we're going to let them vent on our segment called F.U.D.L. Hughley. So won't you please welcome our F.U.D.L. Hughley correspondent, little Niecy James. Hello, this is Niecy James, your F.U.D.L. Hughley correspondent. Our first F.U.D.L. Hughley comment is from Instagram. Real Rev says, D.L., what's your problem with church and religion? You talk bad about Christianity. You vilify priests. You call preachers shoe booty. You think all church-going men are closet gays. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand being skeptical, but you have downright deep-rooted vitriol. Does something happen to you at church when you were a child? I think a preacher must have touched you. You need to go to therapy and work through your personal demons instead of blocking other people's path to salvation. But you, D. Hughley. Our next F.U.D. Hughley comment comes from the D. Hughley Show website. Rep Your Hood 12 says, Hughley, I heard you say people need to leave their neighborhood in order to grow and be successful. It's small-minded thinking like yours that keeps the hood from getting better. If all bright, motivated people leave, the hood will never get better. If smart, successful people stay, then the whole community will get better. Besides, unlike you, most people aren't rich. We can't just get up and move to a multi-million dollar mansion in a rich suburb. F*** you, D. Hughley. Today's last F. you, D. Hughley comment is from Facebook. Watcher22 says, D.L., I saw your little TV show. It's pretty good. But I do have a question. Why is your set so small? When I watch Steve Harvey's show, he is a huge set with a live studio audience. You look like you're filming in a pimp-out janitor's closet. But then I guess when you're 5'3", you don't need too much space. F*** you, D. Hughley. Well, that's it for this week. This has been Nisi James, your F.U. D. Hughley correspondent. And until next week, bye. Here Hello. she is, uh, a, a comedy superstar who let you know when she rich on the red carpet. I know that. Put <laughs> your hands together. Hey, but Tiffany you know, had it. How you doing? I'm, I'm not going to run around here pretending like I'm broke. <laughs> For sure. it, it might be wise the way these robbing people. It might be wise to do that. Yeah, but here go the thing. I don't ever have no money on me. It's just in my car, so they're gonna have to have me walking around here. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> there you go, baby. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy. You, that's a different thing. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever heard a comedian say they were happy. So what, what is what? What do you attribute all that to? Uh, I attribute that to um, good eating, um, taking care of oneself, however that is. But our orgasm today keeps the angry away. How about that? Ah, I like that. <laughs> I can't read to read that book. You think the unicorn or something? Let's let's read that one. Um, are you having a good time? Well, the book I mean, is called you? "I Curse You with Joy." I like that. That was actually a point I love too. But we're not going to get into that part. Um, you. You said that you were happy. Is it? Is it just? I mean, personally, but you got to be happy professionally. You got to be happy with the direction of your career, right? You got to be, right? Look, I wake up some days like very upset and sad because I am a comedian. But then I have to remind right. myself of the good. What's what's popping? Like, who can I call on my phone right now and ask for help? Right. Remember that time I right. called you, DL, and then I you do. made the connection for me, like. 
I do. And I got to tell you something later on offline. I got to tell you what happened offline. <laughs> it's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. Are you, are you ever going to go back on the road? You st- you thinking about going on the road? Definitely. Definitely. I want to do a go back on the road and take like, you know, everyone, everybody from season two of They Ready out. Like, you know, there's an all veteran comics that I had on there. Um, Barbara Carlisle. Tony Woods, Godfrey, like I would love to do a tour with all those guys. If you could talk to the young Tiffany as a brand new one, you were just 18, 17, 18 years old, what would you say there? I would say, girl, don't get married. Until <laughs> she don't love you like that. <laughs> and I would say, get on stage more and and don't look for uh, validation from any man because the validation comes from you. And when you man. validate yourself, then a man will validate you. Period. Right. If you talk like that, that'll make you happy. <laughs> That's why you sound so happy. You're writing a self-help book. That's yeah. why you sound happy. And these men over here trying to give me all the validation. I have to be like, no, this ain't your turn yet. It ain't your turn. <laughs> 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 See that spot's already taken. That spot's already taken. Okay, okay. Tiffany Haddish, she's happy. Unbearable weight of massive talent, and she got a lot of it. All right. Uh, thank you, Tiff. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Hey, we keeping the party going right here. You're off today, yo. You fortunate enough to not have to go to work. Whatever you do, make sure you don't listen up because the party ain't over. We got some of the funniest moments of the D.L. Hughley Show. All right, turn it up right here on the D.L. Hughley Show. You know, when I went to my um, annual physical with my doctor, he said, uh, based on the numbers, you're obese. And I was like, but I'm not obese. What are you talking about? Listen, Big Jaws, let I me do. tell you something. What we doing here Clarence Thomas made no secret about it. He, he made no secret about it. Overturn Roe vs. Wade, gay marriage, con- and contraception, and sodomy. Sod- it wasn't the way I celebrate my anniversary. Got to do with any of this right here. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Majors' tongues were wagging when they saw uh, Megan Good walking in, holding his hands, like I'm standing by my man to go to trial. Man, she went from a preacher to that's from a dude with books to a dude getting books. From the Lord to good Lord. From laying the hands on you for okay, Jesus, okay, just laying okay. hands on. You. We get it. We get I'm it. Afraid of the beat. Up. I'm just telling you, oh, this is a lot. I've seen them on planes getting on planes. Oh, yeah. no, now, Jasmine, you was trying to walk down the aisle of the airplane and not spill the everybody's mimosas. That's me just <laughs> pouring out some blessings. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Bless you. Bless you. Yeah. Well, all I hear is clean up. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to Elon Musk. I hope that uh, the, the Facebook uh, Zuckerberg well, beats his ass. I'm proud of you for wishing him a happy birthday. Yeah, I don't want my Twitter cut off, so. (laughs) (laughs) Again. Welcome back to the D.L. Hughley Show. We're hanging out here with Effion Crockett. She asked. She changed my name every time. Yeah. Effion. Effion. She put an E on it. Effion. Effion. Yes, you got it. She's not used to <laughs> I'm not. Hang around. Whatever. You said something interesting, Aubrey, and I want you to ask him because I, I, I thought it was so interesting. It was worth the six people that watch us seeing. Um, well, anyway, I'd ask you earlier if anything or any subject was off limits, and mm-hmm. you talked about how you felt about that. And my question was, as I often wonder about comics, when you are roasting someone and you can see that they are uncomfortable or they're hurt or embarrassed, do you just, for the sake of the funny, because everybody else is laughing, do you just keep going? 
duped. Yeah, I, I pull back even when I'm on stage and and even when there's a heckler who is clearly out of line. You you yelled. Now I gotta address you. Now I gotta go in, and it gets heated because I don't. I, I let you know that I am the king of this room right now. Right. If I let the audience. Anyone in the audience have an inkling of control, then you don't they want have, no more. They they have, yeah, your career right. over. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wrap. Where you at next? Um, where am I at next? I just shot my stand-up special, so that's that's for, for, for who? For me, I put my own money up. That's exactly. I want to own it. I do own it. Uh, we polishing it up, editing, and we're gonna take it around to see the best deal that we can get. But Joe Coy did that. It was, it was the brightest thing I ever saw. He Neil worked. Brennan told me that. Neil. He said he said he had an experience with one of his first ones, and and the network owned it, and he had no rights to it. They only played it twice, mm. so he couldn't. Louis did it. See, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I study, man. I, I noticed people who took the business into their own hands. Right. Everyone from Kevin to Louis C.K., Chris yep. Rock, Aziz, yeah, um, uh, Russell Peters. Yep. So. I'm like, hey man, why not what invest in me? Uh, mirror to society. Is that me? But, mirror to society. I know, but w- it's why? me holding up a mirror to society in a way that says, "This is who we are. This right. is the dumb right. that we do." Right. In when it comes to religion, when it comes to gay people, when it comes to relationships, uh, I talk about me. I talk about getting older and and not looking it, but I feel it. My body right. tells me. Um, what are you? Thirty six. Thirty. I don't. I never say my age on the air, but uh, <laughs> I'm not thirty six. Well, glad. I'm glad. I hope. I hope something breaks while we. <laughs> I do. I literally hate. I hate like. I'll tell you off mic, but uh, nah, they, they can Google it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like if I say my age on on, the, on a medium, that I'll just you get the back. immediate. Morgan Freeman Graves. Right, like right, it, right, right. <laughs> it was this white woman doing it in the back of my car. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you uh, so you I'm shot the Obamas. You shot the special. So good. So it's called Mirror to Society. Mirror to and Society. And I'm sure you're gonna sell it, man. Oh no, absolutely. I'm it's, sure you are. Uh, look, we just locked. What would the, you want to sell it? The edit. HBO is my target. Really? I th- I feel like HBO is the. Uh, it's just traditional to to have. Uh, comedy specials right like we used to wait for the next comedy yeah. special from yeah. hbo yeah. now again i'm sure you have a different opinion well here's my game i i think if you want to catch a fish you got to go where they biting mm-hmm. and i think that hbo I, well, i've done seven specials for hbo yeah. but i think that they now are aren't as like the, the audience that you uh, we talked about earlier you're trying to traverse all those worlds I don't know if they pay for like if that's their thing like HBO's their thing and I think right. Netflix and all that stuff I think there is there's so many places that you would do well on where you could be the first kind of artist off that that, that plane well I'm, I'm open to sitting down with everybody and seeing what the best business deal is I don't want to shoot myself in the foot right. first right. <laughs> you know what I mean before I even walk well, in the room well you talk bad about your mom when she was heckling you so I guess <laughs> well she shouldn't have said nothing <laughs> she knew it was my show <laughs> you knew what you was coming to not that crocky. and you didn't have to pay, pay for your ticket and you got in free with that boo <laughs> Shut up! Oh my God! Thank you so much for stopping by. We really Thanks for appreciate having me. it, and thank you guys Hello. for watching our show. Oh my man! <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say. They're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Now, welcome the militant man, Jamal Kingsley, right here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Why is it? When they say you shine the light on something, it means you reveal some knowledge. But when you're left in the dark, that means you kept ignorant. Hmm. Are you trying to say the light is smarter than the dark? Think about it, my brother. And why is it white sugar is sweet and tastes so good, but black pepper burns your throat and makes you sneeze? Are you trying to say the white makes you feel so good, but the black is uncomfortable? Hmm. Everybody knows that white sugar will make you fat. Hell, even the white salt will kill you too. Think about it, my brother. And why is it a police car is black in the front, white in the middle, and black in the back? Is it because blacks are twice as likely to be shoved in the backseat of that police car than whites? Think about it, my brother. This has been Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. And until next time, stay woke and think about it, my brother. All right, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, enjoy your holiday, because when you get back, all the BS you left will still be there waiting for you, <laughs> but piled higher on your desk. <laughs> Enjoy the holiday. I don't know what it's going to be called, um, but I'm not going to be here next week. Okay? Call it call it what it is. It's Independence Day. You're going to be independent of work. Yeah, and I'm independent of my ass in this seat. <laughs> That's um, right. <laughs> you free. <laughs> don't don't talk to me like that. What do you have to say, Jazz? Now we don't have time. All in all, eye rolling. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Are you. No, that is not what happened. <laughs> That's Jasmine. You can't see the look that I gave, but if it could make it sound, it would be this. <laughs> a happy 4th of July. Now, no, nobody really said that now, right? I'll lean on that, but I won't say happy Independence Day. because yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Well, that's Fourth good fireworks and barbecue. That's yeah. the end of the day off. I'm just like, hey, make sure you burn my hot dog. Thank you. Yeah. i tell you what. As a man who knows, you don't ever want your hot dog burnt. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's time to take a peek in the Jasmine's diary. Look, woman. Uh, what is you, are you sitting on a whoopee cushion? What is that noise? I'm thinking you guys you? reading my diary. All right, well, you get you some gas eggs or something. I didn't know what the hell that was. <laughs> you sit on a duck? Anybody scared of baby face? Okay. <laughs> you get your ass with my baby face. You can never go you outside can never again. Never come out again. <laughs> yeah, man, let me tell you something. And then and Kavon. And Kavon and I, that's all what, right. Let me tell you something. Kavon is gangster. Yeah, what? Yeah, let me tell you something. You ain't going to just talk about his brother without Kavon. Right. Ready or not. <laughs> Kavon got mad at me because I kept calling after 7, 20 minutes to 6. Uh-oh. He had had enough of it. <laughs> All right, joining me on the uh, on our program is a a gentleman who's a very good friend of mine, a great director, great writer, great comedian, uh, and a trouble starter. I'm just saying. Uh, please put your hands together. <laughs> please put your hands together for Chris Spencer. What's happening, baby boy? Hey man, I'm just trying to make a dollar out of fifteen cents. Yeah, 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 yeah. That well, that that would that would be appropriate. How you doing, man? I I heard the special you shot was great. 
Yeah, man. You know, I got listen. Not to call you my forefather, because you're only a year. Wow. Older. I'm two years older than you, Chris. I'm two years older than you. Two years, you're two, but I, I have a great group of people to look up to and to make sure that my things are. You know, my, you're you're a, you're a writer. You know what I mean? And I like I'm a yeah. writer. And there's a lot of comedy specials that aren't special. And I'm looking yeah. at somebody who, like, who do you think? Okay. Who do you think? What comedy specials would you say aren't special? A lot of these foreign people on Netflix. It's like no, no, we ain't talking about foreign accent, people. We don't know them no way. If you have a bad accent, <laughs> we don't know that. Funny teeth. If you have a bad accent and some funny teeth, they'll give you a Netflix special. Hmm. Right, because well, that, well, but here's the thing: I think that people sometimes want something just because they think it's something is a cachet, and then aren't ready yeah. to do it. They're not right. ready to do it at all. No. Like, but no, one I, thing I I'll say about sure you, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure I was ready because I had offers before, and I was like, eh, I'm not. You know, you have to have put the reps in. There's a lot of people who right. are like, you know what, I'm gonna do a special. Let me go do ten dates real quick, and then go shoot a special. Right. That right. don't make a special. Right. Um, but it's funny because I I've known you a long. You've directed. You've written a lot. You've uh, you've directed a lot of specials. You've been involved. Co-written a lot of specials. I, I didn't ever think. And we talk. We have the thread. We talk all the time. Uh, yeah. But I didn't think that it was something you were interested in. And then all of a sudden, um, you do a. You you was talking about doing it. And then after you've done it, I've, I've heard nothing but great things about it. But it it did seem like that was something that wasn't in your wheelhouse. That you something you just weren't that interested. Well, yeah. Well, I, I shot a half hour before. And, but I was never content, right? I was never content that when people talked about me, comedian wasn't first. No. I love no. that I host. I love that I write. I love right. that I direct. I love that I produce. Right. But if we were in high school and I walk into a room and Kenya and Shonda Rhimes are at one table and Tim Story and Gina Bythewood and Malcolm Lee at another table and you, Cedric, and Kevin at another table, where do you think I'm going? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, what you gotta do is wait till your forefathers eat lunch and then go come back. That's what you gonna do. Damn. Was it hard? Were you challenged? Was it challenging? Oh yeah. I mean, listen. I got Wesley Snipes. First of all, that was intimidating to direct him. Um, because he's Wesley Snipes, you know what I mean? Right. And I found right. myself directing around him. Like, I was right. kind of like, you know, we he's not scary, but it's still, you know, that's Blade. That's, that that's wasn't Nino cool. Brown. He was <laughs> Nino Brown. <laughs> Nino, yes. Yeah. So I found yeah. myself going, uh, Wesley, um, I'm, you know what? Forget it, Wesley. Faison, stand over here so Wesley can see. Right, 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 <laughs> right, 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 right. Somebody said the IRS is on set. Oh, no. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> But the movie has an all-star cast. I got Tiffany Haddish, Wesley Snipes, of course, Gary Owen is brilliant in this. Faison, yeah. you already know, doesn't miss. Uh, J.B. Smooth, Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. And Bill Bellamy, is, you're going to see Bill Bellamy uh, do sh- way better than he did in Players Club. Ah, well, it can't be, well, it can't be worse. It can't be worse. Let's stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but he, killed, he absolutely oh. killed this movie. I'm, I'm glad, man. I'm, I'm glad that you, because all, all those people I, I really love a lot. I'm just, I wonder why I didn't get an invitation. But you know what? You're on my radio show now, and I won't let that hold against you. I want your project to do really well. I mean, it's weird that you would do. From one weekend. He said my whole month of shooting was a pay cut from one weekend to work. And you asked me, can you have a dressing room for your two Akitas? And I said, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's it's one Akita. <laughs> and he doesn't need to. Big. 
Uh, Chris Spencer, check <laughs> check out his new uh, movie. What's the name? What's the name of the movie again? One more time. Back on the strip. Go big back on the strip. There it, <laughs> there it is. The, so, and it's Bill Bellamy's in it. We'll see. Let's see. Let me see. Um, so uh, back on the strip. Uh, go big or go home. Uh, please go check it out. Chris Spencer and his special will be coming up soon. Right after we, if we ever end this track, man, I'm very proud of you. Keep at it, man. Thank you, man. Special called Yellow. All right, Chris Spencer, man. Thank you. See you soon. Good luck, baby. Love you. Now it's time to give a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. And now it's time for the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. Amazing. Darius Jackson is currently pursuing his career and received a certificate in broadcasting. He's also the father of Kiki Palmer's six-month-old son, Leotis. Out of Peppy! So, why is Darius Jackson this week's recipient of the Shoe Booty of the Week Award? Why? Darius gets the Shoe Booty for being a booty. L7 Winnie. His girlfriend is an actress at the top of her game. Movies, TV shows, music videos. Whether he wants to admit it or not, because of her, he moved up. Can I get an amen? He had champagne dreams on a beer budget, and Kiki put him on. Big mistake. Big. Huge. He moved up. They had the baby, and he started acting like George Jefferson, and she was wheezy. Please. You know, stay home, take care of the baby, and dress like you're in the handmaid's tail. Find me something to whoop your ass with. If he was smart, he would have put a ring on it. But after Kiki went to an Usher concert and dressed like, oh my gosh. Well, Kiki, he went from Darius Jackson to Jesse Jackson. Boo this man! He put her on blast by saying, it's the outfit, though. You're a mom. What you say about my mama? It was shaming, sexist, and controlling. And I'm not here for a man telling a woman what she should not wear in any context. Stop it. Get some help. That's just his insecurities. They've since split, and Kiki clapped back like a real diva in the Usher video boyfriend. <laughs> Darius let his ego get butthurt because his lady wore a sexy outfit to an Usher concert. He suffered a major fumble. He lost a woman with the bag. You blew it! And that's why the Shoe Booty of the Week award goes to... Darius Jackson. Now here's a swift kick in the ass. Hey, dig it. If you know somebody who's not up on the D.L. Hughley Show, call them right now and tell them they need to be listening. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. My name is D.L. Well, did you set this on hell? You got to make her say my name one time here. My name is D.L. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for D.L. Hughley. Hey, what's happening, man? This is the D.L. Ugly Show. A lot of us are not working today, just chilling, having a good time. Hey, all day today, we are keeping you rocking. Some of the best, funniest moments of the show, we giving that to you, too. So make sure whatever you do, you keep us turned up loud right here on the D.L. Ugly Show. 
Remember That's how why. they were saying uh, in Congress, they didn't want to say amen. Saying amen, they felt was um, offensive. Amen, so like the end of a prayer? Amen. Like, I'm yeah. Getting, that means so be it or let it be done. Yeah, That's correct. That. I'm, I'm correct. getting sick of That's it. All right, exactly you're a right. I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> you're a brenner. I'm going to say what I want. <laughs> T.D. Jake said, if I hear one more woman tell me I'll be a five, I'm going to scream. I'm going to shout. I'm going to flat out scream. <laughs> and then he ordered some suffering seconds. <laughs> if you were in a conversation between T.D. Jakes and Mike Tyson, you would probably drown. Yes, yeah, you would. Yeah, you better wear a raincoat. <laughs> and if Russell Simmons was in a good situation. Okay, I, mm-hmm. I went to school. What? No, I'm saying bonus, like when you Just were look doing it up school, so we have no, one. when you were doing school work, Hey, girl, like, look it up. So first, I'm, uh, I'm not. If you, you know, get, <laughs> check out the microphone off. I'm, I'm, I, I will not take this well, out she's of pushing the button. You're telling her to oh, turn her I microphone off. I turn your microphone off. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. I will not tolerate <laughs> not this kind of way. Ground yourself. Use that <laughs> bone <laughs> in your room. <laughs> if grandparents won't keep them kids, two things. Either they're ugly or they're bad. And sometimes they both ugly. <laughs> yeah. Don't nobody want no ugly bad kids. I mean, yeah, come on now. There's <laughs> somebody riding in the car right now looking at the ugly ass kid. They babysitting, cracking up. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> the question we're asking a woman of these breast cancer, congratulations, as she decided that she had to ask her for her husband to have an affair with the coworker. First of all, if you have a, a near death experience and that's what you come away with, I want to knock off the coworker. I thought he was cute the whole time. And that's now that my hair grew back. Yeah, that's Now that I got my waist back. <laughs> now that I'm looking good again. Yeah, yeah. At her core, she wasn't ish to begin with. Well, she ain't now. (laughs) (laughs) Time to get reloaded. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, Now, please welcome the military man, Jamal Kingsley. He's here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Why is it? Black History Month is in February and only gets 28 days. Yet Breast Cancer Awareness Month gets 30 days. Is it because you'd rather celebrate a horrible disease like cancer before you celebrate black history? Think about it, my brother. And why is it? Bananas, when they are light and yellow, they are delicious. But as soon as they start turning brown, you want to throw them away. Is it because you think when things are brown, it's just trash? Think about it, my brother. And why is it? Everyone seems to love the white Donald Duck. No matter how much crazy rhetoric he spews. (laughs) But not the black Daffy Duck. Even though he's unarmed, he still always seems to get shot in the face. Duck season. Wabbit season. Wabbit season. Duck season. Fire. Is it because when you're white, you can say or do anything and still be loved? But if you're black, you better duck. Literally. Think about it, my brother. This has been Jabal Kingsley, the militant man. And until next week, stay woke and think about it, my brother. Now it's time to take a peek. I'll read it. I was. I had this whole... No. Sick of this. Dear Diary, I'm trying my best not to be a Scrooge on this situation because I'm a grateful person. I really am. But I just got an early Christmas gift in the mail. Do you know what it was? A vacuum cleaner. Not the upright kind, but the Zumba kind, the kind that runs on its own or that's remote control. I get it. It's nice. I don't want it for Christmas. 
Is that crazy? And it came from a guy, a guy I used to date. Now he knows I'm neat, he knows I'm tidy. Now maybe he was thinking she would appreciate this. I don't know what he was thinking. I was thinking, yeah, I don't know, jewelry, perfume, jewelry. <laughs> Diamonds are a girl's best friend, not a vacuum cleaner. Perhaps I'm out of touch. I mean, he and I have been out of touch for a long time, so I guess I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to get anything. But a vacuum cleaner? I got a good mind to send it back. I mean, I'm going to try it out first, and then I'll let you know. I don't know. I think I'm, am I out of pocket? I don't know. We got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. That's coming up next. Plus, some people get so very upset with me. They never miss an opportunity to let me know they really feel in our segment called... It's not too late. Vete pal... A white van pulled up. I know that. It's the D.L. Ugly Show. Boy, I'm sure glad that's over with. Me too. Yeah, but you know... I learned something today. What have we learned, Charlie Brown? What's gonna learn today? It's time to talk about what we've learned today. You must learn. On the next uh, D.L. Hughley show, we're gonna be taking off a Thanksgiving holiday. Look yeah. at that. We're out of here. But we're gonna leave you with the D.L. Hughley show reloaded. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator, poor last drink. We got to go. Tap, tap. It's the D.L. Hughley show. See you on the other side. My name is D.L. Every weekday afternoon, set your radio to listening to the most exciting show on the radio. Thanks for listening to the D.L. Hughley Show. I don't know how I did it.